Everybody look around, cause there's a reason to rejoice, you see. Everybody come out, let's commence to sing in joyfully. Everybody look up, feel the hope that we've been waiting for. Everybody be glad, because your silent fear and dread are gone. Freedom, you see, has got our hearts singing so joyfully. Just look about, you owe it to yourself to check it out. Can you feel a brand new Feel a brand new day. Come on, Rach. Can't you feel a brand new day? Here we go. Can't you feel a brand new day? Everybody be glad, cause the sun is shining just for us. Everybody wake up into the morning, into happiness. Hello, world. It's like a different way of living now. Thank you, world. I always knew that we'd be free somehow. In harmony, let's show the world that we've got liberty. It's such a change for us to live so independently. Can't you feel a brand new day? Can't you feel a brand new day? Can't you feel a brand new day? Can't you? Feel a brand new day. Everybody be glad because the sun is shining just for us. Everybody wake up into the morning and into happiness. Hello, world. It's like a different way of living now. And thank you, world. I always knew that we'd be free somehow. In harmony. To the world that we've got liberty It's such a change For us to live so independently Freedom you see It's got our hearts singing so joyfully Just look about You owe it to yourself to check it out Can't you feel a brand new day? Say it again Can't you feel a brand new day? We're not done Can't you feel a brand new day? Can't you feel a Brand new one more time. Can't you feel a brand new day? 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 Yes, yes, indeed, yes. Can you feel that brand new day? Wow. Yeah, love it. Happy Easter, everyone. And it's time for some announcements. Thank you for live streaming with us today. Our live stream broadcast will continue at 9.30 a.m. each and every Sunday, as long as is necessary, and probably even after that. We have many ways here to stay connected during this time of physical distancing. First, our Unity First Aid Kit has a variety of new and time-tested ways that you can reach out for prayerful support and community connection. So check that out on our website. New adult education opportunities are coming to you in your home via Zoom. There's a book discussion group, Breathing Underwater, uh, based on the book by Richard Rohr. Uh, there's How to Let God Help You, based on the book by Myrtle Fillmore, 
and A New Earth, based on the book by Eckhart Tolle. And then we have our gospel series, which will continue with a one-time or twice-time um, workshop Mary, on Mary Magdalene, the Apostle to the Apostles. Check out the website, the Peak of the Week newsletter, and our Facebook page. And if you have, still have questions, contact the church through email or voicemail. Our flowers this morning, these beautiful flowers, are given by Joey, Betty, and Jackie Dubé-Ohana in memory of their parents, Ken and Peggy Dubé. And I hope I pronounced those names correctly. Thank you for these beautiful flowers. And now I turn the microphone over to Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. Join me in our opening prayer this morning. And this morning we join our hearts and we join our minds with Unity Ministries around the world, Unity Worldwide Ministries on this Easter morning for our opening prayer. Go to that special place in your heart and in your mind where you know and you feel God's presence today. Father, Mother, God, we know that you are indeed love. And that there is no end to this love, no bounds to this love. God's healing power, divine life is restoring and healing and revitalizing our world in this very moment. We let go of any fears, we let go of any anxieties, and we affirm that all are safe and healthy and protected. We bless all of those who support us in maintaining vibrant, radiant health. And we express divine life in all that we think, we say, and we do. We bless our global family with radiant health, peace of mind, and abundant love. And this morning on this beautiful day, this Easter day, yes, beautiful, it is indeed the day that the Lord has made. We come together to celebrate the resurrected Christ and to also celebrate that resurrecting Christ within ourselves. And we are grateful. We are grateful for the opportunity for life itself to be part of this resurrection process. And it is with great gratitude and joy that together we say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Let's applaud this day.
Happy Easter. We're so glad that you're with us today. You know, this morning when I stepped outside, I thought I was a little confused. I thought, this is Easter. We're not celebrating Christmas today. And yet with the snow, it felt a little bit like Christmas itself. And so we're grateful that you're with us today. I hope that you're somewhere curled up nicely with a cup of coffee, a cup of hot tea. Grateful to have you with us today, streaming with us. You know, one of our core values here is that of welcoming you. So we welcome you today, we welcome you, even though it's virtually. And also, we are an open and welcome, welcoming, inclusive community, including all people. All people are welcome here, and for that, we are truly grateful. If you were with us this morning in our sanctuary, we would turn to each other, and we would greet each other with a namaste, a handshake, a hug, a smile. So let's take just a moment in your own home, whoever you may be with, and take a moment and just greet someone. It may be your pet, it may be your family, it may be your friend, it may be your lower self greeting your higher self, but let's greet them right now, okay? Namaste. Namaste and namaste. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of our daily word. You're invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box here or submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity where they are prayed for for an additional 30 days. And the word for today April 12th, 2020, is Easter. We affirm, I recognize the risen Christ in family, friends, and my spiritual community. Early in, in the evening on the day of resurrection, Jesus, unrecognized, joined two of his followers as they journeyed from Jerusalem towards the nearby village of Emmaus, Accepting an invitation to stay and share a meal, Jesus takes bread, blesses it, and breaks it, and then gives it to his hosts. In that moment, their eyes are opened, 
they recognize Jesus. And alive in their hearts, he vanishes from their sight. Later, the two explain to others how the risen Christ became a living presence to them in the fellowship of breaking bread. Easter celebrates the risen Christ, an immortal presence freed from all limitations, awaiting discovery in every person and every life event. I recognize the risen Christ in shared experiences with family, friends, and my spiritual community. And scripture tells us in Luke 24, 31, then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. And the word today is Easter. creation of a new day and it is a brand new day and now I'd ask you to join me as we take those deep breaths center into our heart and allow ourselves to feel community even through the airwaves allow ourselves to touch heart to heart in this time of quiet reflection 
and meditation. If it's comfortable for you, close your eyes. Deep breath. Deep, deep, deep breath. Taking in and releasing. Receiving and giving of this new day, of this new Easter. And we come together today in humility, awed by the stone rolled back and the awareness of an empty tomb. We come together today conscious of the pain and the injustice that came before and of the pain and injustice that will likely come again. And we come together today in the knowing that life will begin anew, that our differences can be bridged and that the beloved community shall be lifted up again. We come together in faith knowing that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it. We come together in wonder, wonder of the beauty we can see and of the mystery of all that we cannot know. We come together. We breathe. And we step into the silence to hold that knowing, that joy, and that understanding with each other. So we step into the silence. In this space of quiet reflection, today, gathered in this most unique way, in spirit, though not in physical presence, we affirm strength and faith, strength to stand for what is good, to do what we must, to live lives of integrity and peace and to lift up ourselves and each other to that highest consciousness. We affirm wholeness and joy for this community, beauty, beauty for each day, and the hope 
and the love that was promised in that ancient story of the stone that was rolled away. And so it is. Amen. Hey. 
Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Lori. As you were singing that, I was thinking, aren't we blessed? We are so blessed, not only for this wonderful music, we're also blessed for our teaching. You know, hasten to his throne. At any time, we can turn within. We can turn within and know that Christ's presence and be at that throne. So we are so blessed. And thanks for reminding us of that this morning. You know, um, yesterday I had the honor and the privilege of tuning in by Zoom with our youth and family ministry program. And it was so much fun. I always have to have my picture taken with the rabbit each year. And yesterday was no exception. I had my rabbit ears on. Really, that was not... I remember one time what rabbit ears were. They sat on top of a television, but I'm dating myself right now. Rabbit ears, rabbit ears. So I had my rabbit ears there, and we had so much fun checking in with the bunny. And I, wanted, I just thought, I need to share a couple of bunny one-liners with you. Uh, where does the Easter bunny like to eat breakfast? I hop. How does the Easter bunny dry off? With a hair dryer. And I love this one. What do you call a line of rabbits junk, jumping backwards? A receding hairline. Don't you love that one? So, wow. Easter, Easter. Um, again, th you know, thanks for being here with us today. And I know it's snowing outside and we're expecting snow today. Only in Minnesota could we do this for Easter. And yet, uh, it's, it's not about the weather. It's about what we celebrate here. You know, I want to start out with a little story. Abe was fiercely independent, even at the age of 85. But after a mild stroke, his son insisted he move in with him. And Abe, missing going, Abe missed going to the park near his old apartment. And one Saturday, Abe, at 85, set out to find the park. When he became disoriented, he asked a young boy named Timmy where the park was. And Timmy said he'd like to take him there, but he didn't have time because he was looking for God. He said he needed to talk to God about why his parents were getting a divorce. Well, maybe God's in the park, the old man said. I'd like to talk to him too about why he's made me so useless. And so they set off together to find God. At the park... Timmy began to cry about the divorce, and Abe lovingly held his face in both hands and looked him straight in the eyes. Timmy, I know, and I don't always know, but I don't know why bad things happen, but I know it wasn't because of you. I know you're a good boy, and your parents love you, and they will always love you. I know you'll be okay, Timmy. Timmy gave Abe a big hug and said, I am so glad I met you. Thanks. I can go now. From across the street, Timmy's mother saw them hug and approached her son in a worried voice. Who was that old man? I think he's God, Timmy said. Did he say that? No, but when he touched my face and told me I was going to be okay, I felt really better. Only God can do that. And when Abe got home, his son asked in a scolding voice, where were you? I was in the park with God. Really? 
Really? What makes you think you were with God? Because he sent me a boy who needed me. And when the boy hugged me, I felt God telling me I wasn't useless anymore. What a story of resurrection. What a simple, everyday story of resurrection. And that's what it is about as we celebrate resurrection today. Taking us from one place in consciousness to the other place in consciousness. And so maybe this, and as I read that story, I thought of you. These, these pews are normally full more than once on an Easter Sunday. And I thought of you, and I think, you know, sometimes just a simple hug, a simple hug from someone is truly about resurrection as well. Well, resurrection obviously just did not happen. Resurrection, there's a story. The whole Holy Week has been the story of resurrection. Last Sunday, we talked about how Jesus really planned his trip and his entrance into Jerusalem on that Palm Sunday and how important it was and how he had hoped it would be a triumphant entry and yet the authorities just kind of ignored him. And of course, if you were with us on Thursday night, we, we had spiritual communion. We assimilated mentally into our hearts the bread and the wine represents representing substance and representing life and knowing our oneness with that divine presence and then on friday night here we celebrated the last seven words of jesus beautiful beautiful service we listened to those seven words we looked at them and what they meant to us metaphysically what they meant in our hearts as well and as i was reflecting on these seven words i realized that so many of these words that jesus uttered from that cross was literally a blueprint speaking a blueprint of resurrection words is absolutely necessary for the resurrection process words of forgiveness forgive them for they know not what they do Words of living in the now, words of thirsting and desiring, and yet words, my dear friends, of it is finished. And then that final word, I surrender, I surrender. These are all elements of that process. And that night after, uh, pardon me, I want to go back one. After the communion service, Jesus went into the Garden of Gethsemane. And sometimes I forget the Garden of Gethsemane just like I did now. But obviously, the Garden of Gethsemane, we cannot forget that. Because this is where Jesus says, please, remove this cup from me. Do I have to go through with this? And Jesus was the one that made that choice, made that choice. We all have a choice. It was not that Jesus could, could, could not turn away. It was that Jesus would not turn away. And he knew that he was going through this process. And then on that Good Friday, the crucifixion. And following the crucifixion, of course, we're told that Jesus' body was put in the garden tomb. And two years ago, we from a group of our church, we were in the Holy Land. And one of the most meaningful experiences I had was being in the garden tomb and being able to partake of communion in the garden tomb. But literally seeing the place where historically we feel that Jesus was laid. It was a fresh tomb. He was the first one that was put in it put into that tomb and then we got in and we got to see actually where historians feel that the body had been laid and we saw this huge stone as well that was there that was that had supposedly had covered this tomb so often what we want to do my dear friends is we want to jump <laughs> we want to jump from friday to sunday 
We want to jump and we want to forget Saturday. Oh, my goodness. We want to forget the tomb. We want to get to that that crucifixion. And immediately we want to go to the resurrection. And yet at the same time, my dear friends, we cannot. We cannot. It is absolutely whatever crucifixion experience we're experiencing in our life, it is absolutely necessary for us to experience what I refer to as tomb time. Time that we spend in the tomb. This Lenten season, I was blessed to follow the teachings of uh, Father Richard Rohr, Wondrous Encounters, Scriptures for Lent. And I love what he had to say about the tomb. He says, the tomb is the liminal space. It's the crucial in-between time when everything actually happens and yet nothing appears to be happening. Hmm. Everything happens, and yet nothing seems to be happening. He says it's the waiting period when the cake bakes. The movement is made, the transformation takes place. One cannot just jump from Friday to Sunday. In this case, there must be a Saturday. Isn't it interesting that in Jewish tradition, in Jewish holidays today, the Sabbath is a Saturday It is resting on the Sabbath. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our unity movement, says many things take place in the tomb. But he says that tomb represents that time when we are gathering new energy. We are gathering new energy to create that demonstration that we want to create in our own life. And I can assure you, that how many times have you been through an experience of crucifixion and failed to stand in that void, that void where we have to stand in order to have the strength to move in to the next place. It's absolutely necessary to spend time in that tomb. And Charles Fillmore says we are gathering this energy. And I love the fact that I can see the visual. He says we're, we're gathering this energy, and he says it's this truth the truth that we have that we're gathering, and it permeates and flows throughout our entire body. Yes, even when we go into meditation, when we go into the silence, it may feel that nothing is happening. And yet, my friends, everything is happening. Everything is happening. We are assimilating truth into our life so that we can resurrect again. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our movement, also says, he says, there's three, three phases of mind that we must go through in the tomb. And he says that first one is just non-resistance. Non-resistance. Amelta Shanklin in What Are You? In her wonderful book, she talks about non-resistance. is about not opposing. Not opposing physically and not opposing mentally. And she goes on and even takes it to a deeper place. She says, non-resistance is unity. Non-resistance is unity. Unity with all people. Non-resistance is about knowing our oneness with everything. Knowing our oneness with the universe as well. That's the first thing. We have to be in that place of non-resistance. And then Charles says that what we have to do is to take on the divine activity. Take on divine activity in our life. 
and he talks about the importance of taking on additional truth, taking that on and incorporating that again into our bodies. And he says part of that divine activity is the will of God, the will of God. And yet, my dear friends, what is the will of God? He describes that for us. He says that it's your will, that it's your will individually exercised, individually exercised with love and peace and understanding. This, he says, we must put forth as the will of God. And then he says that third stage in the tomb is we must assimilate. We must assimilate what we've got there and become it. You know, whoever says, you know, we must be the peace that we want in the world. We must be in our life what we want to demonstrate. We must be it in our life. Absolutely. And so we gather that strength. We do so much healing in that tomb, getting ready for our resurrection. And, of course, the resurrection story, it is told in all four Gospels. And as we've been looking at the, the Holy Week this week, we've been using the Gospel of Mark. Now, why the Gospel of Mark? First of all, it was the first Gospel written. Theologians believe it's probably one of the most accurate Gospels. It was, it was written first, and uh, so I'm going to share with you from Mark this morning, the resurrection, the resurrection story. Mark, Chapter 16, beginning with the first verse. And when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? And when they looked up, they saw the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled away. Now, I'm going to pause here. This is my commentary on Scripture. I believe with all sincerity that the stone was rolled away from the inside. I believe that in our resurrection experience, it has to be an inside job. It has to be coming from the inside to the outside. That's what we teach. As within, without. The stone had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there's the place they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. According to theologians, that is the end of Mark. That is the end of the chapter of Mark. It was later, in fact, 500 years later, when the rest of the chapter was written. The rest of the chapter was written with a short version and a long version. Now, obviously, it was added by the church 
the authorities of the church. And what they did is they picked up the stories in Matthew, Luke, and John, and they created this ending to Mark. So I'm going to share a couple, some of it with you, okay? Because what you'll hear in the ending of Mark is what we have heard in the other Gospels. You know, it's so interesting, isn't it? It's not like someone was following along with a video camera filming everything as they are doing me this morning, but they were not filming Jesus. So these are stories in folklore and legends that have passed down. So they added this. They added it, and he says, and now after he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, whom he had cast out seven demons. She went out and told those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping, but they had heard that he was alive and had seen him by her, and they would not believe it. And after this, he appeared in another form or two, another form or two, as they were walking into the country, and they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe him. And it goes all the way on to verse 19. It says, and so then the Lord Jesus, after he was spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and proclaimed the good news everywhere while the Lord looked with him and confirmed the message by the signs that accompanied it. Wow. Jesus, obviously the resurrection is portrayed in so many different stories in the Gospels. Some people have Jesus appearing in Jerusalem. Some people have Jesus appearing at Galilee. He coming in and through walls and touching, touching the body and eating fish. All of these things appear differently in each of the Gospels, differently in each of the Gospels. Now, Easter is a time, I think, that we all have to stop and pause. And yes, I believe in the resurrection. Yes, more than likely, you believe in the resurrection as well. But because my belief in the resurrection may not be the same as your belief in the resurrection, does not keep you from being Christian, does not keep me from being Christian. Therefore, I follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. And because of the teachings of Jesus Christ, I am a Christian. I am a Christian. That does not mean I take all the theology and all the doctrine in, but I take Jesus as my teacher and my way shower. And because of his teachings, his teachings has changed my life. It has changed your life. But needless to say, I'm not here to tell you what to believe about the resurrection. I don't necessarily believe that it's about the resuscitation of bodies or a body. I believe that it was, it was sown a physical body and it is raised a spiritual body. It is raised a spiritual body. And more than likely, you know that that Christ's presence, that Jesus Christ's presence is in your life because you feel that presence probably so often, so often you feel that presence. It's important, my friends, though, I think, for us to stop on Easter and ask myself, you know, what do I believe? What do I believe about this? But the important thing about this, I believe, is the resurrecting power of the Christ. And that beautiful resurrecting power of the Christ that was in Jesus is the same resurrecting power of the Christ that is within me and that is within you. That is Easter. That is the resurrecting power of the divine. Wow. I, I think I said some things that was probably not on the script. Can you imagine that? Okay. Um, I was, this post-lesson song, I've got to talk about just a little bit. 
you'll hear it in just a few minutes, but I, was, I had heard it, but I really didn't know a lot about the song. And yesterday, as I was getting ready to prepare this lesson, I wanted, I'll Rise Up is the name of the next song that you'll hear post-lesson. And I'll Rise Up, and it's by Andrea Day. And I went, and I read through, you know, I'll Rise Up, I'll Rise Up. And she repeats this over and over in each and every course. And I thought to myself, of course, resurrection is not just a one-time experience for us. Resurrection happens over and over and over again. We have that power within us to resurrect. And it's so important to use that power within. We have that power to overcome whatever we're going on in our own life. Right now, I know that people in our congregation, I've seen you. You've told me stories. I see you overcoming so many things. You're overcoming, for example, cancer. You're overcoming a divorce you're overcoming a prosperity issue in your life. And I believe that we all know that whatever we're experiencing in our life, that God is greater than that experience. God is greater than those circumstances. And we have that power to overcome those situations. Going back to Andrew Day, she sings that verse, the chorus, I'll rise, I'll rise. And I'm thinking, yes, of course, in each and every incident, she sings that. So I went in and I Googled her, and I found that she had this fabulous video. It says it's the official video for the song. And so I was, I was there at my desk at home, and Eddie was out of the house. And I sat and I watched this video. And the essence of it is, it's about this beautiful woman and this beautiful man. And the scene comes in, and they're both waking up in the morning. And she rises up. And she, the man stays in, stays in bed. She rises up. She walks over. It looks like a tablet. And the tablet says, I want a date with you. And she looks back, and her husband, significant other, smiles. And she smiles at him. And the next scene is she is pulling a wheelchair. And she's pulling this wheelchair back next to the bed. And as she pulls the wheelchair back, looking in the closet, there's a uniform, a military uniform. And obviously, when she pulls it back, you see that he's a paraplegic. He puts her arms, his arms around her neck, and she pulls him up and gets him in the chair. And the next scene is, my dear friends, him, she was giving him a bath. Showed him leaning her head, his head here, and he, she was showering. And the next scene, of course, was she was helping him dress. And she got dressed and they went out on a date. And in the restaurant, she was feeding him. Someone looked at her and gave her a very nice smile. She smiled back. But she came back to her husband. And she says, I will rise up again. I'll rise up again. So you see, my friends, this really touched my heart. Obviously, I hope you can tell it touched my heart. I, I was by myself. I had to get up and walk around the house, shake it off. I had to cry a little bit. You know, you know me, a lot. I had to cry a lot. So it was so touching to me. And I came back and I got to thinking, this is resurrection. Not just those that are experiencing health challenges right now. 
but each and every person that sits and helps take care of that individual day in and day out, day in and day out, that is the resurrection power within them. And they get up and they do it because of love. They do it because of love. Joel Goldsmith, one of my favorite authors, in a book called Living Now, he says, and I'll just be very brief, he says, maybe I'll be brief, I don't know, but so he says brief, says, the power of resurrection lies in love, but it's difficult to understand what love is. The power of resurrection lies in love, but it's difficult to understand what love is. I think love was that little boy and that 85-year-old man giving each other a hug. That was love. Everybody wants to be loved, but so few want to love. And it is only in loving that resurrection can come, not in being loved. Get that. Wow. It is only in loving that resurrection can come. We could be loved by millions and still die miserably. The power of resurrection is not in the love that is given to us. The power of resurrection is in the love that flows through us and out from us. In other words, it's the imprisoned splendor. It must be permitted to escape. And that imprisoned splendor is our life eternal. But life is love. And there is no life separate and apart from love. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Resurrection, my friend, is about giving love. Your assignment today on this Easter snowy day, if you choose to accept it, is this. Just pause and reflect on your feelings around resurrection. And then identify something in your life where you have been crucified and that you have overcome it. And know that that same power that helped you overcome that is constantly there. Identify that. And be grateful for the overcoming in your own life. And then today, ask the question, how can I express love? What is that like to express love today? Is it a phone call to one of our congregates? If it's, is it a prayer? A prayer of love and support for those on the front lines of COVID-19? Is it a prayer for those that are experiencing the challenges, the health challenges of COVID-19 and other health challenges as well? Ask yourself, I want to be resurrected. I want to be resurrected. And the way to do that is to express love. Speaking of love, I love you, I bless you. I behold the living presence of the divine within you. And so it is. Amen.
Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. That song will always have a special meaning for me. And I wish you were singing, I was thinking, we have that resurrecting power within us to rise a thousand plus times, eternal times, and it's always there. We want to thank you for your financial support of Unity Minneapolis. Um, those of you that have made Easter gifts, we thank you so much. I must also say that usually on an Easter morning, this sanctuary is filled at least twice. Sometimes it's been filled three times. And that our Easter is a huge part of our financial budget. So uh, this morning, I'm going to invite you to make a special Easter offering to Unity Minneapolis. If you're spiritually fed here in any way, I invite you to make that gift. We do all that we can to make it easy to give. First of all, you can donate right there on our website. There's a big donate button that takes you there. If you're streaming with us on your smartphone, you can text us 77977. Give the number to Unity. Give to Unity. And it will take you there an easy, easy way to make a financial gift to Unity Minneapolis. We are self-supporting through your contributions. And we, my dear friends, want, will continue to provide the services and programs necessary for our spiritual growth. We have a powerful message here, and it needs to be gotten out to the world. So let's affirm together our offertory blessing, and it's found in your order of service, if you downloaded your order of service. <laughs> Divine love flowing through me. And blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Divine love flowing through me, blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And silently. Thank you, Spirit. Amen. Joyful, joyful. Mm -hmm. 
So let's take a moment and bless these gifts. We give thanks for your generosity. We give thanks for the gifts that we've received in the mail this week. We give thanks for those participating in our consistent giving program, our unexpected income program. We give thanks for all of these gifts. And we use them to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. This morning, we have prayer chaplains at, in their homes holding sacred space with us. And they are available for prayer with you. We invite you to send a prayer request, any prayer request that you have. We invite you to send it here to Unity Minneapolis. And you can do so on our website. Also, I just want to remind you again that I'm excited about a new class that I am facilitating on Thursday mornings at 1030, beginning this Thursday morning. The Letters of Myrtle Fillmore. Myrtle is a, uh, it's really about how to let God help you. She is the co-founder of Unity. She has a collection of letters that we're going to be looking at. And they're just practical, everyday letters to help us, especially in challenging times like this. And... Don't leave yet. Oh, Laurie, talk River to Pat, us. River yes, Pat. yes. The choir is going to be here today. Oh, I Ooh. know. I shouldn't spray it on you like this. Uh, but they are. Well, wait, where's they, that choir loft? They are virtually going to be here. So stick around. After the peace song, there's a really cool postlude coming up with the Unity Minneapolis award-winning choir. Award-winning choir. So at this point, I'm going to invite... Um, uh, you know, also bless our children today. They're not with us, but bless the children of our communities and bless their parents and families as they continue to be resurrected each and every day to raise these kids. Do you know? So bless them, okay? So I'm going to invite uh, Reverend Tony to the platform, and we're going to have our prayer for protection and then our peace song. So together we know that the light, light of, of God, God surrounds, surrounds us. us. I, I am light. light. The, love the love of God, God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell. Yes. Peace on earth, the peace that was meant to be. 